My name is Mr. Lutford, and I am a photography teacher at a California public high school. I teach analog black and white film photography in darkroom, basic lighting, as well as digital photography, including Photoshop and Lightroom. This podcast features my high school students, as well as guest photographers, and occasionally I have alumni students visit me and we talk about what they're up to in college. Hope you enjoy our conversations, and thank you for listening. I'm delighted today to welcome my two guests, Krishna and Nick. They're both Photography 2 students in my high school class. I'm always happy to see these two guys in my class because they're opposites, and most people wouldn't expect them to really be friends, much less great friends. But each day when I see them in class, I'm reminded that it is possible to have different opinions about politics and society, different cliques, but still find a common interest and work together. These two gentlemen work incredibly well together. And gentlemen, if you would introduce yourselves and tell me something about yourself that I may not know. Please, Krishna, you can go ahead. Okay, well, hello everyone. I'm Krishna Roddy. I am 17, about to turn 18. I am a senior at Santa Monica High School. This is my second year taking photography, um, and I'm afraid of snakes. Okay. I'm Hi, I'm Nicholas Trotter. I'm a senior, and also this is my second year of taking photography. Um, I'm about to turn 18 in two weeks, and I am afraid of spiders, not snakes. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay gentlemen. Uh, how did you two meet? Like, when did, when did you meet, and how did you meet? I'm curious. So... This uh, was no. freshman year of high school. Okay. First year of high school. This is French one with Miss Brol, who no longer teaches here after that one year she taught here. Madame Bra. Madame Brol. Um, and she was our French one teacher. And I think you came in maybe three weeks, four weeks after school first started. Yeah, I did. And he just showed up in this class. And I was a total enigm- enigm- <laughs> enigma. <laughs> um, I was yeah. the loud, annoying crazy rude. kid and Nick was the I'm not going to tolerate it I'm going to be mean kid and so at no, first I was not mean at first we were beefing for a little while mainly only because you were so annoying and rude I wasn't rude I was annoying yeah maybe but I, I just responded accordingly which well, was rudely a lot's changed since then obviously and when did you two start becoming friends? Would you say you developed a friendship? Like I, we, I mean, we made up some in the middle of freshman year, but we didn't really become friends until like maybe end of sophomore year. I think I can't remember. I just remember it being like all of a sudden it was just like friends all the time. Yes, see him in class. I think we, talk. I, yeah. Yes. Well, as I was mentioning in the introduction, I mean, you two don't seem like two students that I would consider forming a friendship because you kind of have different circles of friends and you like different things and I mean one of you straight one of you is gay yeah. but how did you guys come together I mean to like because you do I mean it's obvious to everyone you, you guys have a really special bond and a special friendship when you're, you're together you want to um well I wouldn't say I think we while we are very not alike, we do have some similarities with each other and everything. So I think that's why we found those similarities and we compounded on those and that's what we built our friendship on. But every day it's just like a new adventure with Nicholas and that's what I really appreciate. That's what I like about our friendships that every day it's either something, it's usually good, but something either something's going to happen and we stay up all night talking about it and we hang out and everything. And it's just that our relationship's always evolving every day and it's getting better and getting better every day. And even though there are some pitfalls, it just continues to go back up and then it's like a wave. It's like a marriage. 
<laughs> Krishna, it's like like we'll have like a good like two week streak, and then like something like it is something that will happen. I usually think it's his fault. I don't really know, but something will happen, and then but like two seconds later, like it's fine, or like after yes. an apology, it's fine. After we talk it out and apologize, unlike yeah. most marriages, we actually yeah, we, we actually have effective communication. Unlike most marriages, that's very true. Um, funny you should ask that because today apparently someone came up to Nick. And asked if we were dating. Oh, yeah. Asked what? Asked if we were, we were dating. dating. Oh. Because I gave him, a, I gave him a hug in the hall, and I give Krishna hugs like how like couples usually give hugs. Like I, I go on top, and he goes on the bottom or whatever. And she was like, "Are you guys dating?" And I don't even know if this woman knows. And I was like, "No, not no, but like I mean, basically, but like no, but yeah, but yeah." Well, you can't notice or talk about Nick without talking about his fashion sense. I mean, when I first had Nick in, in my photo class, I mean, he's probably the most fashionable student I've ever met at this high school. And I am a second. And But that, that's what I was wondering. I mean, does fashion play a part in your relationship? Like, do you guys all exchange the, clothes? All, all the time. Clothes? All the time. In the competitive stuff, I think, because, like, Christian's, like, really passionate about his music or whatever. And when I come for him on his music, he, like, gets, like, crazy or whatever. And then when he comes for me on my fashion or, like, anything I'm passionate about, it's, like, um, is it competitive or, like, just... I mean, we both feel very passionate and strong about these things that when we feel challenged, we feel we're eager to fight for what we think is right. Now, we do trade clothes a lot. We trade pants, hoodies, shirts, hats, everything. And jackets. Jackets. And rings. And rings. I want bags. We talk about (laughs) fashion. We talk about fashion a lot. Um, Well, I do realize that Nick is the most fashionable person at their school. I am a second. And let that be heard. Let that echo echo throughout the halls of Sandman High. I'm second. I want to be first and second. And then I am third. Yeah. How about that? I am third. I'm curious, how does fashion weave itself in between, say, straight and gay culture today with teenagers? Is it the same, or do you think it shares similarities? Or I mean, I would say so. I mean, because... The same? I say, no, I say it shares some similarities. I feel like I feel like a lot of clothes are becoming more unisexual, and a lot of people are wearing, you know, whatever they want and everything. Not like not like to extreme, like, like a guy will wear like a dress or something at school, but like mm-hmm. a guy will wear like a long v-neck who wear rings on all of his fingers because that's just what the culture is today i don't know like i feel like there's like we're definitely straying into like who cares but there's still definitely some like pushback or like let's not go that far i personally don't care about clothes or whatever i want to wear if i want to wear something then i will oh but you gotta care about clothes i've never seen anyone with more clothes than I, i i mean i care i care about my like what i wear obviously what i'm saying is if I want to wear a dress, okay, I, I wouldn't. I would wear a dress. I think, I think, I think gay people have done so much for fashion. I think really, I think that gay people make fashion what it is. We're the only people that I've seen so far who really will do things or like, like the whole showing skin thing or like um, the tape over um, the nipple or stuff and like the all that all that stuff it's gay people in like their community and people who support them who come up with who are like creative They're, they don't have anything to block their creativity they're not insecure or whatever and i feel like not coming for straight people but i feel like just all head of the heteros they they um they tend to they think too much about what people will say and cl- it's about just fashion in particular but other things too but let me ask you do you have a in school, do you have anyone you look up to fashion-wise, or do you look up to more people, say, in pop culture? It's mainly pop culture, or it used to be pop culture. Pop culture. Definitely pop culture. No one really at the school, which is sad, though, because we when the polls came out, I was thinking, like, who's going to win Best Dress Girl or whatever, right? And I couldn't think of a female that was, 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 that dressed well, like, put effort into her work, which I thought was, like, 
whatever, but pop culture, Rihanna. I absolutely adore Rihanna. I can't afford what she wears, but like that's like the goal. That's what I'm going for. I moved on now. It's more I'm not really into what Rihanna wears anymore. I'm more so just doing my own my own thing. My uh my pop culture icon for fashion is Watch Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um he what does he bring to the table? You he think he brings know? his own creativity to everything, and that's is why he I designed. Really he designed every all everything. He pretty much wears is by himself. Like he's he's like made from like just making shirts to making furniture and handbags and shoes and pants and just everything you can think of. It's like all golf, which is his label. Um, but I go for the more like the Dickies, the Dickies, the Vans in a nice shirt, but make it look good and make it look make it come together as one. So I, I say casual but fashionable. Oh I ask you to um, in photo two. Most photo uh, assignments are done by solos. You know, individual students do these, but you two have chosen to be turning in work as a team, which I allow because you're so interesting. When the two of you get together, it's like one of you brings a style to it, one of you brings technical ability to it, and then together you. I don't know. Tell me how this process works, and how did you decide to, to shoot as a team instead of individually? Want me to speak on that? Yeah, you go first, and then I'll. Okay. Um, so, Alan, we just, when you gave us our first assignment, which I think was the zine, yeah. I think we just turned to each other. Because, we've, again, we've been best friends for a while, so even before Photo 2. But, um, but I know we were just like, we should work together. And on the creative aspect, it's Nick comes up with the ideas. And then I help flesh them out, but help them flesh, help him flesh them out a bit, right? Um, I mean, I, on the recent project, I did provide some creative insight on that. But like our first shot, our first photo shoot that we did, our first photo project that we did together was all of Nick's idea, right? And I was just there to serve, not mainly as a photographer, but that's where that that's where my technical ability came in, as just operating the camera and taking those good shots. Now I think it's grown to where we both come together and we think of an idea together, and then we talk about what we can do to make it work, what we want to shoot. Uh, what we want to what we want to sell style it as what we want to edit as and I think that's what like that's why we worked so well together because at first we like he because everyone knows him as Nick as the model the best dressed model and everything and people know me as the photographer and for a while it was our first it was like model and then Christian shot but I feel like we saw that and then we we're like we can do so much more <laughs> that even though while even though I may be the photographer Nick brings a more creative side than to just modeling. He brings out the set design, the clothing design, what he wants to see and everything. And yeah. Does uh, Krishna make you comfortable in front of the camera? Like, do you, do you feel comfortable to, yes. to pose for him? I better yeah, be. Surprise. Okay, yeah. Okay, like, one of our own personal shoots, like, I was, like, pretty much, like, naked. Like, normally I'd be uncomfortable mm -hmm. around like anybody taking photos. I'd be, I'd be like, oh, but I wasn't really, un I don't know, I'm just not uncomfortable. You like, were cold, though. I was cold, but I wasn't uncomfortable. Um, and also back to the the um, the um, what were we just talking about? Collaborative. Effort. The collaborative thing. It was a little bit of an issue for a second. I just wasn't sure. I wanted to just always be the model, or like, or just and when it's portrayed and when it's carried out, all you see are the pictures. No one really thinks of what goes on behind it, and. I just, it, I, you see me, so people just limit me as a model, and I was thinking for a second if I wanted to do it, I definitely want to. I mean, I'll do my own work sometimes, but I definitely like the, like us being working together. I, I mentioned you guys earlier, I think it was today, about Merton Marcus, which is a mm -hmm. photography team that works together, and one does more technical, and one does more of the fashion. Mm -hmm. Is that something you 
two think you'd like to explore? I mean, working together as a, as a photo team? Yeah, so um, this was actually before you introduced us to that group. I, I was doing fifth period. I was like, Nick, like, I had so I had a lot of people coming into, like, my Instagram DMs, like, hey, like, how much did you charge for a photo shoot? And that's what I thought because a lot of people don't realize that this is for photography products. Like, we don't do this just to do this. Like, we come with ideas. I mean, we, we don't love shoot it. them. We like doing it. We, we, like, we love doing it, but it's for products. And I was like, people will actually pay us money to actually shoot them and come with ideas for them. And cool. so I went to Nick, and I was like, I mean, we're both very talented, and we bring our own thing to the table. But if you make that together, we like I said, like, we should make our own, like, photo company, and we should have people pay us to do their photography shoots for them. So... When you introduced, because I did not know of any photographer that was photographers that were like a duo, because again, like photography is a big thing. Like whoever shoots it owns it, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But now that I see like there's someone out there who's big and doing it and making a lot of money from it, that that definitely interests me because I could totally see Nick and I in the future doing something like that. What photographers or photographs do you look at for inspiration? I mean, do you? I mean, I know I show you guys some work, but I mean, do you look at stuff on your own? Yeah. Um, my thing is I'm more of a uh, – the flaw of the photographers I, uh, like, show interest in are the ones that shoot, like, rappers and everything. So there's Gunnar Stahl, there's Alan the G, there's uh, Ray's Corrupted Mind, Bloody Osiris, all these guys who just – they hate – they're, like, an, they're part of the entourage. But instead of, like, being, like, the joking guy, like, they're actually, like, I have an art. Even though they might not be on the stage making music, like, I'll shoot you and make you look good. But I kind of want to – Brought in my idea because um, you shoot a lot of uh, concert. I photos. shoot a lot of concert yeah. photos and everything. Not nothing that close and personal as these other guys we are doing, but like I do shoot a lot of concert. But there's this guy named Ryan McGinley. I met him over the summer at a uh, a shoot for Louis Vuitton, and he actually uh, he had this really cool photography exhibit where he just gave people he surrounded people in mirrors and naked and then told them to shoot themselves. And he made a full book about it, and that just really interesting because I want to broaden my horizon of photography. Speaking, I'll get to you to inspiration, but you mentioned that this is the first time recently you had done a shoot without clothing. Yeah. How did you decide? I mean, that was the personal project you two were working on. How did you decide to do that? Because I know that's that can be uncomfortable unless you feel safe. Well, I don't know. The idea just the idea was just there. It just happened. I don't really know how to. I don't necessarily do the like on our past shoots. We didn't really do like research or like look for something. I mean, we, when we want a certain look, we look at other shoots. But like usually, the idea just pops up and then I carry it out. And I just wanted to be naked. And I mean, then, <laughs> I mean, but those. I mean, it wasn't just like a unconscious decision. You gave us a project to do, talk about the soul. Yeah. And Nick was like, "Well, when I think of a soul, I think of." nudity and being vulnerable and i was like i think of emotion and just like a bunch of lights stuff like that and so he brought that vulnerability and i brought the emotion and then we compounded together so it wasn't just like an unconscious decision to be naked you actually like <laughs> made that decision well, no, that, I, mean, I, I mean the, the photos you turned it in came are beautiful and the way you chose to do silhouette to hide you know mm. some of your nudity i mean it, it, it's gorgeous it's, it's incredible work thank you but who do you look up to photography wise? Do you have photographers you, you look at or, or I, fashion magazines or I don't necessarily look at photographers. I more so look at it's like Instagram is like everything. Like I literally just like I'll scroll through, scroll through and I see something that's cool. Or when I'm like on the street, if I see something, it's just what I see and then I just write it down and then I'll re revisit it later. I don't necessarily look at a person's work or like one person. I just look at like a bunch of things. I don't think I. It literally can be like anything, and then I just do it. 
What's it like to be a high school student and want to be creative in this high school? Is it? Do you feel supported? Do you feel your friends support you? Your teachers? Do you? I mean, is it a positive experience or? I, for a while, I did not feel supported. Now I think that's only just because of me. Because I mean, like where we are right now, uh, Santa Monica, it's pretty pretty liberal and everyone's pretty chill and whatever. I just was not used to that. Um, when I it took a while for me to be comfortable for myself, but still there are limitations. Like I like I know for a fact I would put on a dress and walk around the school that it would not go well. Like, even though this is Santa Monica, I could just I know that in general people are accepting, but there's always there's always someone or some group of people who just are not who are, honestly are just assholes, and I can't always be as creative as I want to and even there's just rules and guidelines and like laws where I can't I can't do what I really want to do really bad you know but you don't seem like someone to me who would be that bothered by any criticism okay because you're I mean you're, you're, you're quite you know I, I mean I admire you because I feel like you're kind of brave and you have a lot of self-confidence and you certainly present yourself that way to me at least that's true i think i just like i don't know i don't know what people are seeing but like i personally i i've told christmas before i kind of do care what people think i mean to not like everything like if i want to like if someone was like i don't like outfit today but okay you know whatever but i think i mean i'm putting like when i do a project or a shoot or whatever it is what i it's what i put every what i it's my work, you know, and I put it out there for people to see. And when people don't like it, I mean, it, that's like me, kind of. It's kind of offensive, I think. So I kind of care a little bit. Um, well, this, this podcast is uh, about photography mm -hmm. and photography students and photography class. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like photography's done for you? Like, has it done anything interesting in your life, or, Krishna? Go ahead. Um. Well. I when I first started high school, uh, I kind of didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do really, and then I had like a uh, focus on film because film was like my main thing. But then I took photo junior year, and that was like really interesting because it taught me like I don't know for me like I like to look life through the lens of a camera. It, I find it so much easier to deal with and everything, and that's what photography gave me and still giving me and like creativity. Like I think like if I hadn't taken this class then I would never be able to express my true creative self because especially photo too. I mean, you really push us to like the brink of like, you need to be, you need to be on time. You need to do this, but you need to express yourself as much as you can. Um, and so I think that without this class, like I would not be as creative as I like to say I am. Um, and then it's like photography. I just gave me like a new, like look into life. I feel like again, like if there's something like I photograph, I photograph everything in my neighborhood like when i'm just bored and everything and i, I mean it's just a thought like a flower looks different through the like, lens of a camera than it does through the naked eye and i just really like value that even though that's also kind of like a barrier i put a barrier between myself and like real life i think it's something that just helped me a lot cope fluff i agree um i'm not necessarily taking photos a lot i do but not a lot but it just made me realize what's possible the New York Times thing and the, just like everything, how everything's going and, and you guys should talk about that a little bit. I mean that that's a we big should. Honor guy. I mean, you you, you want to talk about it? I mean, I like to talk about. We can both talk about. It okay, it's well, our thing. well, explain to our, our our listeners exactly what. Well, we're about here. so the neuter shoot. So we we I had the idea to. Well, the assignment was do something political. 
I don't really know what to do. I'm not into politics, whatever. In my mind, when I hear political, I was just thinking, like, Trump news, boring. <laughs> so I just looked up online, like, political topics. I saw gender identity, and I was like, oh, my God, I know exactly what I want to do. I was like, oh, I just wear masculine and feminine clothes. And then, I don't know where, Christian was like, my house. And I was like, bet. So <laughs> we did it. And then it was so quick. I don't remember the actual day, but it was so quick because we just like knew what we were going to do. I brought the clothes, camera, and then we just did it. And then edit, I edited them. We, I sent them to Krishna. We went over them, chose the ones we wanted, turned them into the physical work, made it into a booklet, and then gave it to our lovely teacher. And then our teacher comes is like, oh, by the way, every one of you guys has to submit a photo oh for the New York Times contest, which is a bit intimidating. I mean, like, yeah, we, like we were all scared. Like, why would we do this? Like, they can judge my work. And I mean, everyone was liking our work. Um, and I was like, whatever. Uh, so I submit the photos. And explain the competitions. Of the oh, so the New York Times wanted teenagers to show us, to show them our generation and what might my, my misunderstand. What's misunderstood about yeah. our generation, or just talk about it. Um, generation Z, of course, and um, which is very powerful because you know we're not old enough to vote yet, but <laughs> we feel like we have so much to say in a lot of policy that we wanted to change already, even though we can't vote yet. So it was very interesting. Um, so I submitted the photos, and I wrote this paragraph talking about how uh, that general, like we're more accepting. I mean, although there is more work to be done, as Nick said earlier, like we're very, more, we're more accepting than our older generation and everything. Um, and that was that. And then, and then I get an email one day and it's like, you congratulations, won. you won the New York, you guys won the New York times. And I was like, Oh, like, Oh, like that's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like cool. I was like, first, first person I called was Nick. I was in the car and I was like, you just won't believe what happened. Like, and I was like mad at him that day. I think, I think I was mad at you that day. <laughs> he was mad at me that day yeah, for I some was. reason. And then he called then and I, called I was him. like, oh my god, I have to be happy yeah. right now. And I was happy. Um, and and so I mean, I feel that we by doing that, that gave us a lot more recognition than I would have thought because people are actually out there. Com- complimenting yeah. our work and everything um a lot of people have come out to me and, congrats- and like people i wouldn't ne- never talk to at school and everything and i think that's I, I, even though like you know it's like not to get brag or anything but that, that makes me want to even work harder because i don't want to be exactly. the the one hit wonder that's one one article in the new york times and then he thinks he's the shit like no like i did that and or we did that we did that we did that we did that but shit. that's what making me that's what makes me think like 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 we don't know what's possible. Like I, when you were telling us to submit these the photos to the New York Times, I did not think any. I didn't think anyone in the classroom was gonna. Yeah. Work. I mean, like it's a, the New York Times. Yeah. There's a million people who are probably gonna submit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when we did, I was like, okay, there. We had we have room in the world. Like I never. I didn't know if I was gonna pursue a career in the arts. Exactly. Right now, yeah. definitely, I'm most definitely considering it. I mean, we do. Me and him do good work so yeah so but, but it motivated me because to keep on striving keep on pushing even though like this was great and everything like i we can do better and we can do better the next time could. and we can do the better the next time and we can keep on improving so i think that's what it really showed me so the, okay so the first time i noticed that you two um made work together was when you uh nick you come in with these t-shirts and there are photographs no. taken by Krishna of you, <laughs> yeah. and you're marketing yourself with these T-shirts and selling them successfully, because uh, I've seen some other students wearing them. Yeah, is that? And I, I mean, and we actually use that as an example in class about uh, commissioning, you know, royalties from yeah. a product that's used, you know, for mm-hmm. commercial reasons. But is that something when you guys kind of started thinking about? 
maybe this like, could be a joint effort that we could make something together. I mean, I mean, the fact that he was making T-shirts, like the fact that he even had the idea to make T-shirts, and the fact that people even bought them, like the most really random thing, like a lot of people bought them. I was like, like I had to order more. Like, they're on their way, like right now, which yeah. is so weird. So like, yeah. So I was like, I mean. Yeah, so when he started doing that, I was like, hold up, pause. Like, he's not selling t-shirts with his name. Like, his name in big letters. In front I didn't of think him. it was going to go anywhere. I thought I was just like, oh, but, my friends will wear them. But, but like, it did. And it, it went did, somewhere. But then yeah. it was a good design. And, and they people, were good photos. Are, people are loving them. So, I mean, that just shows that our art is worth some money. <laughs> well, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't really include Krishna in the shirts itself. I just thought it was going to be a little thing or whatever, right? <laughs> And then it wasn't. And then then Krishna was like, "I want a profit." Joking, jokingly, no. I wasn't being serious about the profit. <laughs> and then he wanted a free shirt, and I got the free shirt. Yeah. My only profit was a free shirt, and I'm happy about that. I jokingly talked about <laughs> issuing a cease and desist yeah. on my art because it's our art. Ridiculous. Well, let me ask you guys before we sign out here. Um, something I always find amazing is when I hear government talk about education. People in government are talking about it, though they often have never spoken to a teacher or a student, and yet they're making you know claims and also deciding how funding works for education. Mm-hmm. As students who've been through the public education system now for t- at least 12 years, mm-hmm. what do you think people don't get that they need to understand? I mean, if, if you were, like if you had the president sit down here or, or your congressperson sit down here and say, Tell me what I need to do about public education. What needs to change? What would you guys suggest? I mean, public school is a big... I think like people think, like, oh, it's just school and everything, but it's a big thing. It's and deal. as a school where we have 3,000 kids, I think um, it's easy to get lost in the system of all these kids and everything. So I'd make it easier for kids to be more noticed and give them more opportunities and programs that they can that they can show themselves in so they can, you know, make a Give future in a example, career. Though, like what, what, what I mean, you do? I mean, again, like, I'm, even though this was just you, but like you gave us in your time, and like, you don't know if any of us were going to win, but I gave us an opportunity to be heard and to be seen oh, okay. by somewhere in the future. Internships. And Internships and everything. I I'm think, like, yeah. I think just in general, more attention and more care. I personally don't feel like we don't, like they don't, no one pays enough attention to our schools. Like, I think our schools need it. That's where we are going to be for the majority, for a, a huge portion of our lives. I think, I think, like what you said, more opportunities, but just in general, making things safe. And um, a lot of a lot of terrible things do happen at schools. I feel like people just like look at school like, oh, you're growing up and you're just whatever, whatever, whatever. But like things happen, and we're not. Sometimes when you don't pay attention, a lot of terrible things can happen at school. And I just think we need to just pay attention in general, and also condition wise, like some classrooms are absolutely terrible. I can't learn in there. Like we're all crowded or whatever. I just think in general there just needs to be more care, more funding, and more support. More, yeah. What do you guys think of the 12 years? Do you feel prepared to go out into the real world and on to college with your 12 years of public education so far? Somewhat. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I don't know. Like, honestly, it's it, right now how it feels like, oh, yeah, whatever. It, it'll always work out. Like, I'll figure it out. I don't know how to do taxes. Like, I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, that's true. important. That's very important. Also, I would change the curriculum. Like, some of the stuff we're learning is absolutely unnecessary for me. Let's be honest. And also... Like what? I'm curious. Like, like I was in history. Everyone always says, you need to know your history, so don't repeat it. I really don't. I have... <laughs> Good parents who taught me what to do, what not to say, what's really important in the world, and how to get by. And I'm fine. I don't really need to know who the first president was. I don't see how that's going to 
pay for my taxes or teach me anything, you know, I don't really see it. And also math. I'm not going to be a mathematician. I don't plan on it. And I don't need to know math. But math is important I, for your taxes. Yeah, I somewhat disagree with that statement because... I'm hiring someone to do it's, my taxes. It's, it's not... I totally see how you're saying like it's not going to be... Some of the stuff won't be necessary for you when you grow up. But it's just fundamentals. And you need to start some... You can only start somewhere after you have the fundamentals down. But no, I would like for like home economics class to come in so they can teach us how to cook and everything. Like driver's ed at school. I mean, so many, like, yeah, so many kids don't school. have their permit because... They don't have the time to do drivers well, on their own time. It. or you can't afford it and everything. So driver, driver, drivers that at school would be like school amazing. is to prepare you for life. Yet there are so many things in life that we are not prepared for. I think, like when you said, drivers education. I think that should be something the school should take care of. Actually, I, I learned that in high school. Yeah, you did. Yeah, had yeah. drivers that I had home ec. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I have home ec. I learned school. actually. I learned how to wash clothes in yeah. home ec and how to separate them. It was a, it was a big deal for me, and my mother really loved that. I I learned. That, I wish so. I could. I had yeah. home ec in middle school, but in high school, I have no. I it was just math, algebra. The only class I really enjoyed was pretty much photo, and yeah. I I mean this is a little off topic of photography, but how have the school shootings affected you? Do you think it's changed your generation? Or do you feel like your generation's gonna be able to make a difference? I mean, I mean, at the end of sixth period, Mr. Uh, I mean, every time that announcement goes off in the most unexpected time, everyone's, I think like everyone gets a little bit tense. When that when the announcement bring com, when the announcement bell comes yeah. on, when the intercom comes on because you don't know. I always think you don't know. scary is gonna happen. Because, and know. today, like so many kids were like, because our principal, I mean, he sounded out of breath, so it sounded even scared that and he was saying. And it's at a weird time. It was at a weird time too. So like every time that intercom comes on at a weird time that's not homeroom, you're like you get a little tense because you don't know what's gonna happen. I feel like the fact that we have to live in just a little bit of fear of a perpetual tense of fear that we're something bad's gonna happen on campus is terrible. Because education, you shouldn't have to live in fear while trying to get an education. I don't know. I don't really know what to say about it. I think, I think, I feel like it's just. I don't understand. I can't. I've never really looked into it. It's absolutely scary. And I think about it sometimes. My sister. I have a sister on campus now. And at first, I, I'm like I said, I didn't care really. But I was like, that would never happen here or something, right? But now it's like, it could be anywhere at any time. And I have a sister on campus, and that's what's absolutely scary. Like, she could be. We're never really together like that. She could be somewhere else, and then something something happens here. It's easy to walk on our campus, and if something were to happen to my sister, I would just lose. I would lose it. And I think it's ridiculous that we did in that time. I don't know how, necessarily how to well, stop it. But. When you guys, I mean, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, yeah. the environment and, and school shootings and yeah. politics just totally <laughs> not working. Yeah. When you look at your classmates, do you think you guys have something that can make it better? Are you going to make a change? Are you going to make it better? Or do you feel like you're kind of stuck? I think Some so. Some of these people. I think uh, at this school, like... And I was in North Carolina. I think my school, like, it was like, oh, my God, like, yeah, not to dog anyone, but no one was really doing, it was all just routine and, like, what they were expected to do. And then here, it's, like, completely different. Like, everybody is motivated to go across the world and out of the country and do amazing things. Like, we have, like, we have, like, um, like Will, people like Will Sherman and, like, Serafina, who are, like, I'm pretty sure they're about to be the president when they're older. And we have creative people. I think our students or our peers and stuff i think we are some of the people who really will make a um, difference yeah i mean there's three thousand kids on campus yes, and it's an extreme diverse body and that we're just the face of the new america that's going to come and I think so. take over i think that's that's going to be us do you think you should be able to vote at 16 
No, Ooh. I think it should be 18. Really? She should keep it at really? 18. Yes. But even if oh they God. let people who are in their 80s and 90s vote, I mean, again, but that's, but that only, right up here. that only really affects the popular vote. And I mean, that doesn't really affect anything. Why I mean, I feel like for like, like, like for like propositions and laws, sure. But for like presidential votes, like your vote doesn't really matter. Well, why should it be some one age? I don't think that makes sense. I know people who are 17 who are absolutely intelligent like me and you but then there's others who are just i know 18 year olds and 30 year olds who i don't yeah, trust making breakfast for me or something <laughs> i don't think it's necessarily age i feel like there should be some type of test or something like do you have the can you give, yeah can you give a correct or reasonable judgment and but what might be reasonable to you might be no no reason not uh, do we agree in opinion? Uh, okay, all right, yeah. But just reasonable, like, right, yeah. like, do you have, like, does it make sense? Not, are you I'd agree 18? To that. Do you I think our that. president could pass that test? I don't, okay, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I have, I have a lot of, I'm not saying I have a lot against him. I, well, I don't agree with him at all in anything. I think he's just really, um, I think he's, he's, he's just not, he's not as great in a lot of areas, but I do think, I mean, somehow, mm -hmm. some way, he is like some millionaire or whatever, right? He's got that worked out. He knows what he's doing. But in terms of like his this politics thing, I don't think it's just for him. I think it's just the politics thing. I don't think he is doing it well at all. What do you think, Krishna? About Donald Trump? Yeah. Oh? I think... Uh, I mean, he, he's affecting your future for the next few years. I mean, you guys sure, are you're leaving um, high school and you, you're going to I go mean, into the job force underneath him. He has, I mean, his actions have proven that he's not fit to be um, president. president of the United States. And that's something I mean, we're going to have to deal with for another two years. But I feel like we just live in a such, in a such extremely polarized uh of division in America that you're not getting all the news. I mean, just the other day he signed a prison reform law, which is just incredible. I mean, if it gets passed through the Congress, and everything. I mean, that's a big deal to a lot of people because prison reform is needed. But then you know you have him, you know you have him calling uh, immigrants like rapists, and everything, and that's like that's just total bad. So like, the bad definitely outweighs the what good. many school good things he's doing because again, like prison reform and immigrant like all over the place. Like he's doing really bad things, and I think he's not fit to be president at all. I also think I definitely do not support Donald Trump. Oh yeah, just, me saying that does not mean I'm yeah, supporting Donald Trump. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not supporting Donald Trump, but I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. I just think that it's important to not just look at the not look to take the whole picture, not to look. Through, I think it's it's great. The world's not black and white. It's great. There's good things and there's bad things. I think Donald Trump is actually really smart in some areas. He knows exactly how to make people angry and yeah make us divided as we are that takes a that takes some intelligence he'll do something actually really terrible and affects millions and then he'll say something that's kind of minor but it upsets the entire world and we stop focusing on what's actually important yeah i don't support him at all and i don't agree with pretty much anything he does but i do think that we the way we bash him and the way we treat him like i was walking down Los, Los Angeles somewhere and I saw these signs of Donald Trump and like people were writing horrible things like things I couldn't even conjure to say crossing out his face his eyes acting like they were like doing drawings of like killing him and stuff and I just thought like no matter how much you hate a person or how how much they've offended you I don't I, I just cannot think to begin to bash someone like that people are so quick and easy to bring him down and I think like although he does terrible things he is a person and I can't imagine being someone you're supposed to, you're supposed to you're the president you're supposed to be someone to a lot of people but he's he's doing so hated he's doing it poorly though. He's, yeah i mean I, i'm sure he knows 
he's not doing the greatest job and not much is happening and all these people are just hating on him i, I mean i understand why he's so defensive quick and defensive and doesn't excuse what he says but i just i just don't i don't agree with them but i think there needs to be that we don't agree but we are we're both here mm -hmm. which is me and krishna <laughs> a lot well, do you guys have anything you want to add before we close shop I, I don't think awesome so. to say. Okay. Oh, what? Young black boys out here oh in God, 2018 making what? big money moves, making big <laughs> photography moves. Just wait on it. I mean, <laughs> name me, give me five famous black photographers right now. Uh, you can't, but that's gonna be us. One shot for Beyonce. I just can't remember. Photographers. His name. Yeah, he was a photographer. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying that I what I wouldn't take is that if I choose to go to photography, if we choose to make a company together and everything, and that happens, I so we can come back to kids our age and help inspire them oh my god I uh, stuff like that and give back to our talk. community and, and help help inspire them especially kids like us who are not really shown i mean gay black men that are shown in the photography area as photographers lot. not a lot i mean i can't name any straight black photographers so that, that, that's just like <laughs> yeah that's, yeah so like no, i can't name any straight, right. i can't really name any straight black photographers and i can't can't, can't name gay, gay photographers so i think it's important that i think nick and i are going to make a difference one day even if it's together if it's just Different. What did you say? Hashtag 2018. Wait on it. Hashtag 2018. Young black boys. Young black men. Because we're about to be 18. Men. Young black men making a difference. Wait on it. Wait on it. Bet. Bet. Well, thank you both. Thank you, Miss Lefford. <laughs> thank You're you. You're welcome.